0: Would VGK be content finishing in second place in the Pacific? Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me Saturday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan here in Las Vegas, which is also heard everywhere on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Nights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. So finishing second is okay for the Golden Knights? VGK enters tonight's home game against the LA Kings, trailing first place Calgary now by three points. By the sounds of head coach Pete DeBoer at his press gathering on Thursday, he made it seem, well at least to me, that it is alright for the Golden Knights to finish second. Would VGK be content finishing second? I'm just not quite sure what they're trying to get at. Or even third in the Pacific Division sacrifice now for long-term success get healthy for the playoffs Deboer pointed out vgk has always been about the process calls it the process okay if the vgk plays well then wins will follow he says the golden knights would put themselves in a good position to advance in the chase for the cup deborah also said that you don't have to finish in first and win the president's trophy to win the stanley cup He said, look at the recent history. That shows us that you don't always have to be at the top of the division. You just have to be healthy by the playoffs. You have to get into a groove, get into the playoffs, play well at that time of year. That's what the Golden Knights have to do, and that's what they have to concentrate on, according to DeBoer. So to me, it just sounded like DeBoer was setting everyone up for this team to not win the division. In other words, I feel, setting them up for failure. I I mean, I'm just going to be honest here. Winning the Pacific, that's not the goal anymore? So why is DeBoer talking about it's okay to not finish first? Well, let's say the Golden Knights slip into third or fourth place. They could even fall out of the tight playoff picture entirely. If the Golden Knights continue to lose, if they lose the way they lost in Calgary, and if they can't win the tight games, and if they can't win even on stinking home ice... The Golden Knights could be in danger of falling not only out of just first place, but out of second, out of third, and they can vanish. And I can see that happening. I could see it either way. I could see the Golden Knights moving up, winning the division. I could see the Golden Knights advancing deep into the playoffs. But I could also see them going busto because we don't know with all of these injuries and such what Golden Knights team is going to show up on a nightly basis. There's no consistency here. I don't know about you. I am very concerned, very concerned about the Golden Knights' lack of scoring. Max Pacioretty hasn't scored a goal in his last 11 games. You've got the remnants of the misfit line. They did not have a shot on goal on Wednesday night, Carlson and Smith, and neither did Matthias Janmark. How bad is that? Everyone, especially the top six, is slumping bad. Well, maybe the savior, Jack Eichel, can save this franchise. This could be a breaking point. This could be a tipping point for VGK. So you have a full roster for the playoffs. But who even says you're going to make it to the playoffs at this point? Once you make it to the playoffs, you'll have rusty players. You could have a bad seed. And now you're going to have to play some of the top teams. You might even have to play them on the road. I could see this team improving. I could also see this team falling and falling fast. And VGK gets no breaks in March. The team is even struggling to win at home. So I don't know how they're going to turn this around. Everyone expected VGK to be very good once everyone returned. But the Golden Knights have not hit their stride, nor have they had a healthy roster the entire season. You know, sometimes when coaches make statements like DeBoer did, it doesn't matter if you finish first, on and on. I I didn't get that. You can set yourself up for failure by doing that, right? You can set yourself up for failure by saying, "Ah, it doesn't matter if we finish first or not. Is this the organization's goal? Sneak into the playoffs and then turn it on? Very few teams can just turn it on and off. Everything's bunched up in the Pacific Division standings. The Golden Knights are a three or four game losing skid away from falling down a few pegs. If you look at the current standings, the LA Kings, the LA Kings, when they come into the fortress tonight, if they can steal two points, they're just two points away from the Golden Knights, just two points behind VGK. Even a lot of the fans are getting behind this, I don't care if we finish second mentality. Let's say VGK falls to second, okay? So that would set up a 2-3 matchup as of today. It would be against Edmonton if the season were over today. No way would I want to play the Oilers in the playoffs. The new coach has not playing well. They will probably acquire a new everyday goaltender by the deadline. And you still have McDavid and Dreisaitl in the lineup. They are dangerous. Yeah, let's just fall out of first place. We don't care. And the first place team with the most points, that would probably be Colorado. They will get the second wild card team. The team that has the second most first place points plays the first wild card. So it's going to be very tight moving forward. And VGK has to win these tight games. They really have to. They have to learn how to beat the upper echelon teams. And, you know, to me, though, too, teams might have figured out the VGK system or the process or the process, as DeBoer refers to it. Opponents are starting to understand that you can win, you can beat the VGK by outhitting them, by forcing VGK to play outside in the offensive zone, and then just camp out in front of the crease. And that's it. That's that's my strategy right there. So VGK has been shut out twice, back-to-back for the first time in team history, following Wednesday's loss to the Lanch, 2-0. This VGK team has not been able to beat the the cream-of-the-crop NHL teams. They just cannot beat the top teams, and that's concerning to me, along with not being able to score, they can't score. Teams are starting to sneak up on the Golden Knights, like L.A. Again, just two points behind VGK with the win on Friday night. It is that tight in the Pacific Division. Man, that Calgary loss could be the tipping point of this season. VGK had no fire in that game. They played better against the Avs only to get shut out for the second straight game. VGK played well for 40 minutes, but then they give up the power play goal. Another goal, seals it for the Avalanche. The Golden Knights, I feel, I do feel this way, might have been exposed over the past two games. I think now teams have a formula on how to beat VGK. I have to be honest with you. I am not a fan of it doesn't matter if we finish in first place or not. That, to me, is a defeatist attitude. How were the Golden Knights winning games earlier this season with less star power in the lineup? Maybe continue to bring up some of the hungry AHL players so they could bring energy to this lineup. Some of the Golden Knights' vets, perhaps they're getting too comfortable. I am really not liking this it's okay to finish second mentality. Coming up next, Kelly McCrimmon was enjoying his pizza last night at a local restaurant when we saw him. I had questions ready, elevator pitch style for him, but a conversation never happened. You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's really not a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They are not just a protein bar. They are a treat and they are covered in 100% chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included, 100% real chocolate. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back, and thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first lesson every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cradasco. So what if you saw Golden Knights General Manager Kelly McCrimmon walk into a restaurant, pull up to a table by himself in the corner, and enjoy his vino and pizza? Would you approach him? Would you wait for him to finish his dinner and then try to talk to him? Well, it happened last night to me and my friends. As we sat at our table, McCrimmon walked in. I had two, well, make that three, perhaps, questions for him. The ones, probably, a couple of them that are on everyone's mind. Okay, so we saw McCrimmon there. I'm thinking about what questions I would ask if I had a moment with him. I came up with, number one, are you really looking to bring Marc-Andre Fleury back to Las Vegas, despite saying in the press conference this week, No way, not interested. It's a good question. Second question, how did Jack Eichel really come out of the first game in 11 months? Did he feel any effects, tightness or soreness in his neck area off of the surgery? And then my like bonus question, hey, where can I get some of that sweet Brandon Weekings merch, dude? Well, we never really got to that point. I didn't ask him, did not want to bother him, sure as heck not starstruck. But those were the questions on the top of my mind. And every Vegas Golden Knights fan, save the third personal question, of course, about the free gear. Even on the way out as he passed our table, I was thinking about approaching him. But no, we didn't want to bother him. We did see McCrimmon texting and working his phone during dinner. Late night trades, perhaps. Deals going down. If not Marc-Andre Fleury, perhaps Vrlamov or Georgiev. Rolomov makes about the same amount of money as Robin Leonard. Put Leonard on the IR, move in a goalie that can play day-to-day, help you down the stretch. With Georgiev, VGK could save money. He makes about $2.5 million a year. Put Leonard on the IR and save some money with the cap shenanigans. VGK has to solve the goalie situation. Leonard has been up and down anyway this season. VGK has refuted everything from the severity of Leonard's injury, reported to be a shoulder injury, to whether supply chain issues actually exist. Pete DeBoer went so far as to say that Leonard will be back sooner than later. And help me here, but I still don't know what that means. Well, I have to finish my homework, have to finish my podcast sooner than later also. Leonard is injured so often, and it always takes him, I feel, a little bit longer to rehab and to come back than other players. Could be that he is such a big guy who sort of just lumbers around, and maybe it takes him a while to recover. Now, see, I had notes on a napkin, and I was wondering about Eichel. Eichel said he felt great after the game, but over a day later, how was he feeling? Did he feel effects of banging around with other players? Eichel didn't look tired, by the way. His conditioning seemed to be really good. Just a little bit out of sorts. Still trying to get his timing right. He made some nice passes in the game. He took but one shot on goal. He played 16 minutes. The Golden Knights feel that Eichel is the savior for this organization. I have to wonder, what if he goes stone? That means not scoring in the playoffs. Or what if he goes patch Not scoring in streaks. Or what if he goes the misfit line, or remnants thereof? Not scoring at all. All the VGK pucks are in the Eichel basket. I've said this before. I just wonder if he is only going to be an average player post-surgery. What happens then? What happens then? The Golden Knights are stuck then with a massive contract and all the other long-term contracts. Then what? Cannot fail. He cannot fail. They are doing everything in their power to make sure that Jack Eichel succeeds. DeBoer was still gushing just one day after the debut game with the type of passing that Eichel makes, best off of the half wall, saying things like we haven't seen passes like that here, on and on and on, and calling Eichel elite. Eichel will perform eventually at a very high level, but are they putting a lot of pressure on him? Can the players around him finish off plays too? I believe Jonathan Marcheseau is going to land on the top line, and I still feel that Bill Carlson heads to the third line. To me, that's the only move that DeBoer should make. If he is still shuffling, you know, you have to put your top players into the top six in the lineup. It's the only chance VGK has to go on a run, on a late-season run, in my opinion. I would have Eichel, Pacioretty, and Marcheseau on the first line. I'd go Stevenson, the Donoff, or Janmark, and Smith on the second line. Really, they need to do something. By the same token, I don't want DeBoer to juggle too, too much because this team needs some consistency as well. If I had spoken to McCrimmon, I might have added if you heard the first segment today, is VGK really content with a second-place finish in the division? DeBoer made it seem that way. A few days later, all fans want to talk about are Flurry and Eichel. That's all they're talking about. I only wish I had a couple of minutes with McCrimmon to get more info out of him. And perhaps a Brandon Weekings beanie? Those are pretty sweet. Coming up next, we will talk about tonight's opponent, the L.A. Kings, when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all of the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. The Golden Knights meet the L.A. Kings at home in the Fortress on Friday night trying to at least break through, trying to score some goals. You might say tonight's game is a meaningful one for VGK. The Kings are creeping up on the Golden Knights in the tight Pacific Division. I expect to see a lot of open ice in this game tonight, unlike the tight-checking game we just saw against Colorado. The matchup that I want to see one-on-one is Anzi Kopitar against Jack Eichel. That ought to be a good one. VGK's second line should also be able to put at least one puck on net against Deneau, Arvidsson, and more. The Kings just played their first game post-All-Star break on Wednesday. It was a loss to Edmonton, one that got away in a 5-2 defeat. The game was tied with about, what, five minutes to go? I was watching that game, and then the Oilers scored the go-ahead goal. Los Angeles nearly tied the game with a couple of close-range shots on Mike Smith. One even hit Smith in his face mask. Philip Deneau and Drew Doughty, I think, uh, put the puck on net and the Oilers then scored two late empty net goals. Todd McClellan said afterward that his team was there physically, but mentally they were just not good enough. McClellan has done a very good job with the L.A. Kings. He is in the third year of the rebuild for the L.A. Kings. He said that his first year was the teardown year, the second year you stabilized the team and the organization, and then in year three he said that the plan was to make a push for the playoffs and the Kings right now are on schedule. The Kings also have a ton of talent in their farm system, and the Golden Knights will try to avenge an earlier season loss to the Kings, an embarrassing loss where Robin Leonard got chased. I have a feeling that Jack Eichel can get his first point or points tonight. Probably going to come via helper. I'm guessing he might even chip in on the power play unit. VGK then heads to San Jose to meet the Sharks on Sunday. San Jose has slumped and fallen back after an early season run. VGK, I feel, should be able to sweep these two games, but they would have to score to do so. The Kings game is interesting because the Golden Knights should be able to break through, as they have in the past against L.A. But VGK has to win at home, where they are about a 500 team, and they also need to score. They need to get over that Calgary hangover. I still feel that that game might have affected VGK. Coming up on Monday's show, we will recap the two games that will have some bearing on the Pacific Division race. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cradasco. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week right here on Locked On Golden Knights.